begins with a bunch of talking to Avraham Avinu. And the later on in Parshas told us, Hashem tells Yitzchak about his relationship with Avraham. And he says, the reason I had my relationship with Avraham Avinu is Ekev HaShashem Avraham Bukhari. What Ekev literally means, because since Avraham Avinu listened to me. So that's, that, that defines my relationship. Ekev HaShashem Avraham the Madrash says that Akev is also the Gematria 172. Because Avram Avinu was three years old when he recognized Hashem for the first time. And from the moment that he recognized Hashem, from the moment that he realized that Hashem exists, so his life was one of always listening to hear what Hashem has to say. Akev Ashashama Avram Bukhari. For Akev, from that moment, from the moment that he saw the Emmas, from the moment that he saw the truth and understood the truth, he was always shy. He was always growing. He was always listening. He was always alert. Akev, Ashasham Avram Bukhali. He was always listening to the voice. So often there's a voice. So often there are messages. So often there are things to learn. But we have to be listening. Because we don't even realize that things are being spoken. So Avram Avinu, as we're going to learn a little bit about Avram Avinu, <clears throat> to keep this in mind, what an amazing life, that at the end of his life, from the moment that he was Makir Esbaira, for 172 years, he was Shama, he was learning, he was growing, he was understanding. So how could we do that? What could we do? What could we put in place? To try also to have, to be a constant, to always be doing it, not to max out at the ripe old age of 19, 20, 21, 22, and then you know, the rest of my life is inertia from that. We're young, but we're here for um, it's simple, 120. What could we do that we could look back at our, li- at our lives and say from the moment that he realized, from the moment that he understood, he was in a matzav of constant aliyah. And L'chor, the Pashta says that a person needs to have she'ifa. She'ifa means that I need to always strive, I need to aspire. Aspire for what? So one way is to always set goals, to set long-term goals. Many of us have had these discussions one-on-one. I'm sure many, all of you, certainly at some point, have had these kind of discussions with yourself, with the Chavr, with the Rebbe, with the Mashpia. So what are my goals? Where am I going? Long-term goals, where do I want to get to? Short-term goals, where do I want to get to now? This week? Tomorrow? There is a 745 chakras in Yeshiva Shar Yashuv. Um, especially one that's required for everybody in the dorm. But you know, it's a person, I was having a conversation with somebody today, it's hard to get out of bed. So what are the strategies? What could we try? Um, 
and different kind of things. A person makes short-term goals, tries to work through it. If, if these are the goals, what, what could I do to make sure that I get there? That's one way. I don't want to speak about that today. I want to speak about a different way, a different way to start. And the truth is, over the years, we, we've spoken about this a little bit. Well, how do I aspire if I'm not aspiring to? Okay. So far, we've said aspire to, but I, I don't know exactly what my capabilities are. I know the Medrash says that Adam is a lashon of ma'ay. I could be very anything that I am. I, I could always be more. So why should I set goals and limit myself? I could be anything. Well, the answer is if you don't set a goal, so that... <clears throat> but the Sfasema says at the beginning of the parasha, he says something that very, very special he aside. He writes it in shorthand like everything else that he says. He says like this. Hashem says to Avram Avinu, Lech lecha me'artzecha mimailatetcha mibeisavicha. He tells him where to leave from in a lot of detail. Me'artzecha mimailatetcha mibeisavicha. To where? The place that I'll show He doesn't tell him that. He doesn't give him a goal. But any time you need to go somewhere, you need to know where you're going. You need to set goals. You need to have How are you supposed to measure if you, if you even moved? Sometimes if, you could, if there's an escalator going down and you're staying stagnant, so you think you're going, you're not even going anywhere. Says the Svasemis, because the problem is if you set a goal and you get there, then you're not going there anymore. You're there. You've reached. You've arrived. Hashem wanted Avraham Avinu to always feel that he has more to travel, that he has more to go, even when he'll get there. But he's always looking, maybe more. Maybe I'm in Eretz Yisrael, but maybe I need to go to Yerushalayim. If I'm in Yerushalayim, maybe, and maybe then there'll be another mission. I need to move from Yerushalayim to this point, to that. Ela'aretz asher ar'eka means, and this is the way he speaks it out. He says that there would always be, Avraham Avinu in his mind would always have a room, no matter where I've arrived, no matter where I've reached, I know that there's always more that I could go. And that might be, it's, it's an interesting yesod. A person to always aspire to be a little bit more. Whatever I am, I could be a little more than that. And always to aspire to... It's like a, a practical thing. We're all in yeshiva, so let's use a yeshiva example. I, I, I come to morning seder. Morning seder starts after Musar. So it starts at, let's say, 9.45, 9.50. And I'm there, I'm there, I show up, I'm there from 9.50, I'm there till whenever Shia starts, it's at 12.30. But uh, could I do more during that time? I usually go for my first coffee at uh, 10.15. Let me push it off until 10.20. I have a cheshek to shmu, I have a cheshek to say something to my Brusa. I won't do it. I'll get the svarim that I'll need before I start to learn. I look already, Tosis is going to quote three gemaras. I have it here, so I know that my hasmada will be stronger. And to tweak it. It doesn't have to be every five minutes that I'm tweaking it, but at least every few days. What? Let me look at what I'm doing and how could I do that a little bit better. He was going to Eretz Yisrael. But to always feel I could do a little bit more. I could be a little more than that. I don't have to always set goals to be different. I don't always have to set goals to finish a different Masafta. But I'm learning a Masafta. The Yetzirah sometimes gives me a different Masafta. Yitzhara says you're supposed to be learning about Metziah, but there's always that small Masechta you wanted to learn. Why don't you do that? Okay, but why don't you do what you're doing and do that better? And own that, and then you'll come to the other Masechtas. Let me look at what I'm doing. How could I do that a little better? In all areas of Avodah Hashem, how could I be Mechavan in Tefillah a little bit better? Whatever I'm doing, a little more. 
and to aspire to always be better. I think I once shared, I, I don't remember, there was a Jew, one of the founders of the Torah community in Far Rockaway. His name was Yisrael Bloom. He founded Darche and other things. Passed away about, I think it was about 12 years ago. Levaya was Erev Yom Kippur. And I remember at his Levaya, one of his sons said that he always noticed that his father gave to Tzedakah, he gave a quarter and a penny. So he said to his father, well, I don't know, you saw into Gematrias and Shamus and things like that, 26. Mm-hmm. And he says, no, I want to give a quarter, but you could always do a little more. But always, my first Tzedakah of the day is reminding me that you could always do a little. I'm, giving, I'm not giving 26. I'm giving a quarter and, and then a little sum. And then a little more. The word cheshek, Lashon HaKadosh, cheshek means to want, to desire. Cheshek is a Rashi Tevas of three vowels. A chirik, a shiva, and a kubutz. If you don't remember preschool, whenever you did it, chirik is the one dot, the e, and shiva is the e, the two dots, and kubutz are the three. If a person has a cheshek to do something, so the way to get there, sometimes if you bite off too much at the beginning, so then you lose it all. Last for a while, and you, it doesn't... Do the chirik, one dot, then the shava, two dots, then the kubots, a three, just, add, just increase it a little more, up the ante, you have the cheshek you want, this is the way to do it, always try to be a little more. The next yantaf that's coming up is Hanukkah, just to... The Rebbeid Lapian was the son of Rebbeid Lapian was a Rosh Hashiva in Gates at Yeshiva, and he said, "All of us know the machlokes between Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel. How many lights do you light on the first night?" So Beis Hillel says one, and then two, and then three, and Beis Shammai says, "Go straight for the eight. He says that these are drachim and avodas Hashem. The darkest time of the year is the Hanukkah time. Hanukkah is the gematria goof. It's the most physical time. The the, the, the darkest time." And then there's, you have to illuminate that darkness. Beis Shammai says, just go for it. And then you'll figure it out. You'll adjust the numbers. Throw yourself in. And sometimes that is the derah. But the halacha follows Beis Hillel. Do a little more. And then a little more. And then a little more. And eventually you'll get to it. But always to strive. To, the person wants to have a life that's consistent with aliyah, with growth, with kirvas alakim. He could be proud of that his family, that his wife will be proud of, his children will be proud of. The way to do it is to strive. You need she'ifa. And yes, it's important to set goals. But one of the goals is to always be a little more. The begin of what we call in Ela'aretz Asher Ha'reka. I said over a couple of years ago in Maisa, and thanks to Max, because I forgot the Maisa, <clears throat> he gave me the recording of it. There was an Amshan of Amshanava Chassid, this is going back to the turn of, the cell of, of last century. So this guy's living in Amshanava and he wants to move to America. Making a living was extremely difficult. He had to move. America was known as the Golden in Medina. He was going to come. But people were afraid. The Ruchnias, his Ruchnias, his children's Ruchnias. And he went into the Rebbe and he said, I have a job. I have an opportunity. I need to go to America. And you know, the Rebbe said to him, I don't think you should go. He says, Rebbe, really, I'm, I'm a fiery chassid. How long do you think it's going to take for me to lose it? He said, you're not going to lose it. You're so on fire, you're not going to lose anything. He says, Rebbe, you're concerned about my kids? He said, your kids will be fine. Grow them up in your home, they'll be fine. So why can't I go to America? He says, because all that you're going to have to look at is yourself. 
you're not going to see from anybody else around you that maybe there's like another safer. Maybe there's another way. There's not going to be anybody else to stimulate and to motivate you. So you'll be shy. You're not going to fall off. You'll be fine, but you're going to remain where you are. And that's not the Mahalak for an Ever Hashem. An Ever Hashem is to surround himself by other people. The best place to do it is in the yeshiva of like-minded people. People are also grown. People are also want. Near where I said, there's always different safer on the table in, in Avahid Hashem and things like but You're exposed to so many things, a new safer. Sometimes a person's davening and he looks at the person next to him and sees the way he's davening and it inspires him. He asks, you know, how did you get to that? How does that happen? A person is exposed to new things, new ideas, new, new aspects, new levels of asmada. I always thought this was asmada, and I'm looking at the guy next to me. He mamish doesn't battle at all. Wow. I thought that 45 minutes out of the three, out of the three hours is a, it's nice. And I see that it doesn't have to be there. It could be even stronger. The best place for a person to have this kind of she'ifa, to always be more in yeshiva, I'm exposed to more. And to take advantage of that, not to climax, not to max out and say that this is where I'm at. I read in one of the biographies of Rebel Yasha. One of his grandchildren asked him, Zaidi, how is it? Do you never ever get a headache? Do you never feel like you're burning out? Well, Yasha was, was non-stop asmada all the time. It never happens to you? It happens to me all the time. First of course it happens to me. But I always say to me, push yourself another minute. And when I'm finished that minute, I said, maybe another 30 seconds, could you do it? And he says, and the Yitzhar gives up, I mean, you go somewhere else. <laughs> but what a beautiful thing. Like, imagine if every time I feel the need to leave, whatever, I'm not in the mood, I have a, I, for whatever reason, I want to walk out of the basement. I say to myself, just give yourself one more minute and then go. I'm pushing myself just a little more. You have the stamina for, what, for 30 seconds. Read another two lines and whatever it is, and then you'll go out always pushing for a little more. And again, this doesn't have to be, a person could know it, then I do that, I do that for a while, get, I get that under control, and then I move on, I take on something new. Always steiging, Yiddishkeit remains fresh, Vodas Hashem remains fresh, learning remains fresh, feeler remains fresh. I'm not stagnant, I'm not just doing, I'm not just doing what I'm doing because that's the way I do it. So a person could say, okay, I'll do that, but what is a little bit worth? It's a little bit so valuable. So I'm doing a little more. The answer is we all know that a little is always very valuable. Here's something it says at the end of the parsha. Again, we're talking about the life of Avram Avinu. Everything we learn from Avram Avinu, the Torah is all Maisa, Avasim, and Laban, and we're supposed to look at the Torah and try to incorporate it in ourselves. In the beginning of Parakut Zion, when the Torah speaks about the mitzvah of bris milah, <clears throat> so Hashem says to Avram, and we say this every time there's a bris. The Moel usually calls out this pasuk. Hashem says to Avram, "Vayomer Elav, I need kel shaka hisalech lefanai veheyesam. Hisalech lefanai, walk before me, veheyesam, and be perfect, and be wholesome, be whole." So Rashi has multiple pshatim. What the pasuk is saying is it are these two different things to do? The Rush in the Dharam on Lamed Beis says, Hisalech Lafanai is the instruction. Listen, go before me, the Hayesam, and Hashem says, and I will make you perfect. I will make you whole. He says like this Avram Avinu gets a name change at the end of the parasha. His first name used to be Avram. Avram is Begematria 243. 
Gemara Nadaram says 243. Avram Avinu gained control over 243 of his limbs. 243 parts of his body. But there were five parts that he didn't have control over yet. His eyes, his ears, and his makamamila. Two eyes, two ears, and makamamila. After the bris mila, then, then Avram Avinu had full control. Gets another five. So his name's Avraham. He gets the extra five. That's what the Gemara says. Zap the Rush. The reason that Avraham Avinu gained control, he wasn't able to, to control it. These are not things, you just see things, you just hear things. How is a person supposed to do? He says, but he did what he could over the first 243. You do what you can, you do the bit that you can, or the lot that you can, and Baruch Hu says, the rest is on you. You do, you plant, you plant the seeds. You put it in the ground and you water it. It'll grow, it'll happen. I, I can't do that myself. You're right, you can't make a seed grow into a tree. But you could plant it. You could do what you can. And if you do what you can, the rest of it grows. Beautiful Lashon of the Rush. If a person does what he can to be misgaber, just gives it, he'll give you the extra five. He'll throw it in. Because you did what you could. When a yid does what he can, and the way, the stable way to do it is a little more and a little more, and that's how you do it, a person exponentially looks back later and he says, how did this happen? How did I become so big? How did I become so good in learning? How did I become so connected to the Rabbana Shalom? And the reason is because you did what you could. And if a person does what he could, the Rabbana Shalom will allow you to grow. He'll allow that steiging to happen. What does the word steig mean? Steig means to grow. I'm a growth-oriented, I'm a growth-oriented person. Person grows. What does it mean? He's, how do you grow? You could climb. How do you grow? Growing happens by itself. If you do the right moves, and you put it in the right place, in the right climate, in the right environment, and you tend to it, then the growing happens. You can't make yourself grow. You could do what you need that allows the growth to happen. We want to all grow. But the way we grow is by doing the prerequisites, putting the things in place. And then we shtay. And then we grow. And like we're saying, to have she'ifas. The she'ifas, obviously to set goals. But one of the goals needs to be that I have to be a little bit more. I look at my day, I look at my tefillah, I look at my learning, I look at the things, and to have she'ifa to grow, to be more. That's the first thing we wanted to speak about. It's the beginning of Azman. We're only a week into Azman. We have months ahead of us that we can make humongous kinyanim in Torah and Avodah Hashem. And this is the time to do it, just to be clear with where we're headed, and not to fall into, into a pattern of stagnancy, but to be macabre to grow and to be more. Now, we quoted a pasach, <clears throat> The Grah in his Pirish on Eov, in the, in the eighth parak, brings down this pasach and he has a fascinating shot. Hisalech lafanai veheyesamim, says the Grah, like Rashi learns, are two instructions. Hisalech lafanai, how do you walk in front of Hashem? Where's Hashem? Walk in front of Hashem. So, lifnei Hashem alakechem, so we, we learned in Sukkah, Lezman. Means in the base on Mikdash. What does Hisalech Lafane mean? The Gros says Hisalech Lafane is referring to Ruchnias. When a person is Mishalech, when a person's going, when a person's doing Avedis Hashem, he's got to place himself all the way up there. You've got to be completely connected to heaven. The Hayei Samen, he says, but at the same time, you have to be whole, wholesome with the people around you. Hisalech Lafane means you've got to be Lamaila. 
When it comes to tefillah, you've got to be up there. When it comes to when, you're, when I'm focused in learning, when I'm doing the mitzvahs that I'm doing, I need to be there. Mamish as if I'm, front, I'm in front of Hashem. The heyei samim, but you need to be wholesome. Wholesome means you're not a malach, you're a person. And as a person, you've got to be able to interact with other people. You're you have to be attuned to other people's needs. Lamata, mamish down here, completely sensitized and attuned to the people around you as well. So we're speaking about she'ifa, she'ifa, and to be more, and to be, and all of that is amas. But at the same time, to notice the other person. Rabbi Yisrael Salanta used to say, they say over from him, the other person's gashmias is your ruchmias. The other person needs something. For you, that's a davar He needs food, he needs attention, he needs whatever it is. He needs to be cared for. The other person's gashmias is your ruchmias. Even the matters that pertain to his gashmias. But for you, that's a davar How important it is that when a person is, especially here in yeshiva, and we're surrounded, and we speak about this a lot, we're surrounded by others, we're connected to others, we have roommates, we have people in a similar dining room, we have people that were within the base madrash, to be there always to notice with all of my steiging, but not to forget that there's other people here as well. And maybe their needs are different than mine, but I'm not going to be Mesiyach Das from their needs. I'm going to pay attention, and I'm going to give, and I'm going to try to develop, and I'm going to do what I can to be native to them as well. One of the rebbers, his name was the Remeir Premishlan, Remeir of Premishlan. So he found the remnants to this by the people of Sedan. Okay, so listen to this one. When we learn about when, when Lot goes to live in Sedan, so the Torah describes what kind of a crowd lived there. It's in Parak Yud Gimel, Pasuk Yud Gimel. Okay, also <laughs> The people of Sedan were bad and sinful to Hashem very much. Ruben, how would you have written this Pasuk? The people of Sadaim were bad and sinful to Hashem very much. Would you have done something different? The very much, you should put before, they were very much sinful and bad to Hashem. So, the Pasuk's written funny. So he says a little bit of a painful vart, but he says, you know why they were so sinful? All of their chatoim were ben Adam lechaveru. There was no achnasis archem, and they would abuse people and hurt people. How did they become so abusive, abusive to others? La Hashem Moi, this is they were too busy with Hashem. La Hashem they couldn't notice others. Their, their ruchnias pulled them, or maybe they put that facade. I'm too busy, I can't. Rabbi Yisrael Salanta said that when he was young and he needed something in Erevi Kippur, and he stopped somebody and he said, Could you please help me? The person said, It's Erevi Kippur, don't you know I'm busy? I've got to do tshuva. He asked me for help, Erev Yom Kippur. He said, like, what? Schosim. Yom Kippur is not maratza, cheiratza, it's not machapra, cheiratza, it's chavera. A person has to take others into consideration. Not to fall into the trap of la Hashem ma'od. Avada, I have to be focused on becoming the biggest me and that kirvas alokim. But with all of that, also to be sensitive and sensitized and how could I notice the other person? end off with the Gemara in Yuma. The Gemara says, Hechi dami Kiddush Hashem. What's the case of the Kiddush Hashem? Kiddush Hashem is a person. It's somebody who learns Torah. Bahasmada. Somebody who's Avedis Hashem is exactly the way it should. And yet when he deals with other people, it's so gishmak and pleasant to deal with. His masa, matan, his interaction and dealings with others, so, it's, it's, his ma'uruvim abriyas, it's benachas. 
And people look at him and he says, if this is Torah, that you could be so Ruchni, and yet be so Gashmi, meaning be able to relate to the Gashmi. <clears throat> so if that's what Torah is, fortunate is your Rebbe who taught you, uh, taught you Torah, fortunate are your parents, Rebbe should bench all of us, and we should have our Sheifas, Lech Lecha, we should always go, always be Steigen, like we started, always try to be a little more than I am. One of the ways to do it, we said slowly but surely to be able to to, to build ourselves up and be able to go to value the small things and know all that I need to do is what I need to do, what I could do. And the Rabban Shalom will throw everything else in. And not to lose sight and lose touch of others. This Shabbos is the first in Shabbos of the winter's month. Whoever could be here for Shabbos, be here for Shabbos. And when you're here for Shabbos, put this into practice. Keep the Ben Adam Lamakim in high gear. How could I have an even better Shabbos, an even stronger Shabbos, an even closer Shabbos, together with my Chaverim? Noticing their ruchniyas tikkunim and not losing sight of the bashmiyas tikkunim as well.